Welcome to the Keto Lifestyle Podcast hosted by nutritional coach Jessica Tai, where we are dedicated to promoting health and overall well-being through nutrition, specifically the ketogenic diet. We will provide you with all the latest science in nutrition, interviews with experts in the health and wellness field, and answer all your burning questions so you can find optimal health. This podcast is not intended to be used as medical advice and is to be used for informational purposes only. Please contact your doctor with any and all medical questions. Now here's Jessica. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Keto Lifestyle Podcast. This is your host, Jessica Tai, and I'm so happy to be with you again this week. This is episode number 66, I believe, and we are going to do, well, I am going to do a... Um, a listener submitted question podcast uh, this time. I've got some great interviews that I am looking forward to sharing with you guys, but it's been a while since I've done a solo episode. Um, I've got a lot of questions piling up and um, it has just been a crazy uh, busy time of year. I know it is for everybody. And I am, I just wanted to get through these. Um, I've got a couple here that I'm gonna go through. I think it's all I'm gonna have time for today, but I think they're really relative um, or relevant for most of my listeners. I have a lot of people that, that have the same types of questions, um, including my own nutritional clients. Um, so I thought this would be a good opportunity to kind of go through some of these uh, types of questions. In addition, before we get started, I wanted to talk really quick about our Keto at the Cabin uh, weekend retreat that I am doing. It will be our first one ever, so I'm super excited about it. Really looking forward to it. We are going to be doing that in January of 2019. It will be the weekend of January 25th through the 27th, so that is Friday the 25th, uh, Saturday the 26th, and Sunday, January 27th, we will wrap up the retreat. And um, just to give you a little bit of an overview on it, um, the best way to get information that you can kind of um, just look through and get all the information you need is to go to my actual website, which is jessicatai.com. So that's www.jessicatai.com. And if you scroll down, you'll see a place where you can fill out um, a form that will then email me and um, allow me to get back to you to go ahead and book your spot. So you can do that. And also in that area, you'll see a link that you can click on and that will take you to the page that will talk all about keto at the cabin so um, we are going to have some guest speakers there may have a couple of surprises for you but in addition i do have um, some awesome nutritional therapy practitioners that are booked to be there so we have one two three for um, nutritional therapy practitioners in addition to a licensed massage therapist and um, yoga instructor, certified yoga instructor. Um, she is also into um, integrative health and holistic nutrition and all of that. She will also be there and she is going to be offering um, licensed massage therapy. She will also be um, doing a instructional yoga class for us and can talk to 
um, anyone about those types of thing, it's things as well. Um, when you're on the information page, you can look at a tentative schedule. So we have a, a schedule set up where you can begin checking in on Friday as early as 2 p.m. So that's the 25th, as early as 2 p.m. Then we will do a, a kind of a, we'll think in a drinks and meet and greet around five to six. And then the way we're gonna open it up is we're gonna start with a keto cooking demonstration, which will be followed by eating that dinner that we demonstrate cooking. So um, that will be the first thing. And then we will go into some more introductions, some round table you know, type introductions, some intention setting for the weekend, um, and then wrap up for the evening. And then Saturday, we'll have a full day. Um, we've got a full day starting with breakfast will be served for you Saturday morning. We'll have a hot keto breakfast. And then we'll go into um, basics of keto and kind of working through all of that. We'll have um, your NTPs that will be there. They will be speaking to you on all kinds of different subjects. Um, it will be really awesome. We'll do a break midday where if you would like to sign up at that time, you can have a massage session. You could have signed up to meet with a nutritional therapy practitioner, um, which can do hands-on functional evaluation with you if you would like. They can do lingual neuro testing, um, or they could just sit down and have a um, discussion with you about your health and wellness and nutrition needs. Um, so you will have the opportunity to book a spot with any of them that you would like, and you can read their bios on this page as well um, and then we'll go through the rest of the day kind of going through some more talks we'll do another keto cooking demonstration followed by dinner again that night um, we will we then on Sunday we will start with a yoga session we'll have breakfast again on Sunday morning then we'll do more of a group discussion and Q&A so any questions that you had for the speakers throughout the weekend that you maybe didn't get to ask you can ask all of those at that time, kind of any wrap up stuff that we have, you know, any of those last minute questions. And then um, we'll wrap up the retreat about noon on Sunday, but the cabin will stay open until 5 p.m. So, you know, if you've made some friends that weekend and um, or still have more things you wanna do, maybe you wanna still meet with a nutritional therapy practitioner or you wanna get a massage or you just wanna hang out and um, ask some more questions, some more nutritional or health and wellness based questions to any of the experts that are there, then you absolutely can do that. And so we just wanna leave the cabin open for guests to be able to, to do that before you're um, before you have to catch flights or get on the road and drive home, all those types of things. We'll also have uh, red light therapy available there, and we will also have an infrared sauna that you can get in anytime during your free time. So we are offering, oh, and there'll be tons of keto snacks and uh, lunch items that you can enjoy, all included with your um, conference ticket or with your retreat ticket, and um, you will go home with a favorite thing swag bag. So we're excited about that that as well um, and then of course you're free to go anywhere you want to go um, we it's a very popular populated area so if you would like to leave at any time you want to go get your own lunch or you need to head home if you're local for a little bit and come back of course you are free to come and go as you choose um, we also are offering four different options um, as far as the conference tickets or the retreat tickets go to hopefully fit most people's budgets. So we do offer, there's two private king bedrooms that will be offered um, and those can be split 
with two people or one person. And then uh, there is a bunk room that we have. It's a more of an open air, like bunk style room upstairs. And then um, you can also just do conference only. So if you don't actually want to stay there, if you want to either do your own lodging somewhere else or you're local and you're just going to stay at your house, however you want to do that, we have that. But keep in mind that the tickets are extremely limited. We are limiting this retreat to 15 people total. This is truly a, um, you know, kind of a VIP type environment. We want people that are there to really feel like they uh, got a lot of one-on-one -on -one attention, like, you know, you guys were able to really come there and learn and just get an amazing amount of information downloaded to you over the weekend. And uh, with the cooking demonstrations and dinner and breakfast served and all of that stuff um, and doing it in this intimate setting, we just, we really wanted to limit the amount of people that are gonna be there because we want this to be the biggest impact um, that we can make it. We really want you to leave there feeling like you are set to go and you have just got this amazing jump start on a new, uh, health and wellness lifestyle that you are going to be able to maintain and continue going through the new year. So, um, so we're really, really committed to that. So keeping the numbers very low and, um, we will cut those off. Um, you know, it is a first come first serve. So if you want to go on again, go to jessicatai.com. You can click on the link there that will take you to the information page. You can send me, um, fill out that form. It's just going to ask for your name, address, I'm sorry, not address your email address, phone number. And um, you can fill that out and then someone will get back to you. Um, more than likely it will be me. And uh, to go ahead and get you booked, figure out what uh, spot you want and uh, you know what level ticket you wanna buy. And then um, go ahead and get that paid for. Um, spots are reserved in the order that they are paid for. So. If you um, do have interest in that, please go on and take care of that um, right away. And I think that is all the information I have on that. If you wanna learn more about the cabin as well, you can go just to see like what the lodging is and, and kind of what the interior of the cabin looks like. Um, it is our luxury um, log home vacation rental here in Cincinnati, Ohio. We rent it, it stays booked. I mean, I literally had to <laughs> block this date out um, well over a month ago in the middle of January and December, which is crazy because or I'm sorry, in, in Cincinnati, in the middle of January, at the end of January in Cincinnati, which is the middle of the winter here. And, you know, it's not, I don't think there's a whole lot of people you would think wanting to be vacationing here at that, this time of year. But, um, you know, the cabin is booked pretty solid, um, at least solidly on the weekends through the winter. And then pretty much all the other seasons of the year, it is booked pretty much back to back um, from weekend through the week and then to the next weekend. So um, it's a very popular location. Uh, like I said, it's, it's a populated area. So it's a, it's a really nice area. And while the cabin is really in the middle of everything, it's tucked away. And so you feel like you're kind of, you know, like you've been transported somewhere different. It sits on the one of the highest ridges in the county. And so you get these amazing views and you just really feel like you're tucked away um, in the middle of nowhere. So it's kind of cool. But you can go to the website for our cabin rental and you can learn more about the cabin and just kind of go through pictures and and um, kind of get a better idea of what it looks like. You can go to www.branch.com 
hillcabin.com. That's B-R-A-N-C-H-H-I-L-L-C-A-B-I-N.com, branchhillcabin.com, and learn more about it there if you have interest. So anyway, we're just going to walk walk you guys through keto. I mean, this would be a really great retreat for um, whether you're brand new to keto, if you're just thinking about starting keto, uh, if you're just looking to get healthier and you're looking at a way to cut carbs, this is a, a great weekend that will help you do that. If you just concentrate on eating what we are providing you and um, going by what we're teaching you, well, then you're already going to get a good you know two and a half day uh, detox out of this. Um, basically where you will be able to um, kind of pull yourself away from your everyday routine and getting into the snacks and and kind of pitfalls that maybe happen to you at work or at home, that type of thing. So it, it'll be a good, a good way to get going on that. And if you've been doing keto for a while and maybe you've hit a weight loss stall or, or you're like, man, I just, I feel like I'm missing something. You know, it's a great opportunity to see an NTP and, um, you know, get, them to really give you a little bit better look at your health and wellness, um, to really look at what might be tripping you up, you know, what's happening, what's going on. Okay, I think that's all I want to say about that. So let's move on to the um, listener questions that we got. Um, Okay, so the first one I'm going to read, I'm going to do these in order in which they came in. So the first one is from Johanna, or I think it's Johanna. And so Johanna writes that um, I'm not going to read all of this, but I will read um, some of it because she gives a lot of detail, which is great. Um, but you guys probably don't need to hear all of the detail. Um, She says, hi, Jessica. My name is Johanna. I have been listening to your podcast for three weeks now, and I love them. Thank you for sharing your life with us and your experience in this keto lifestyle. I am following a 60-day jumpstart program that I saw on Facebook at the beginning. I was so overwhelmed, but now that it's my fourth week, and thanks to your advice, I've been doing better. I know I am not keto-adapted, at all. I am working on trying to get rid of that fat fear we all have in our brains. Finally, this week, I've been able to increase my fat consumption because the last three weeks, I was not able to reach my 75% fat intake. I am still struggling to get my protein moderated. I am having more than 20% per day. Um, I am 39 years old and dedicated to this lifestyle to heal my body and not get all the illnesses my mother suffers. I am having a big issue. I am not pooping. Thanks to your podcast, now I am taking magnesium every night before bed with probiotics. I am also taking three capsules of fiber. And then she says Hulsk uh, in parentheses, it's um, H-U-L-S-K. After dinner, I've increased my veggie consumption. I wasn't eating enough veggies. Today is the 26th day of this new way of eating, and I visited the restroom just five times. I haven't lost any weight for two weeks now, and I'm sure it's because of my digestion, but I don't know what else to do. I've looked for nutritionists with keto experience locally, but they've told me they don't specialize in keto, so I'm kind of lost. Okay, and then she says, here is my daily routine. Um, she says her start weight was 175 pounds. She is currently at 165 pounds. That was since week three. Her goal weight is 160 by the end of 60 days, which actually would have been in November. So she has passed that at this point. Um, she's drinking half of her weight in water. Supplements is magnesium probiotics. And again, Hulsk fiber. I don't to be honest, I do not know what Hulsk fiber is. I, I'm assuming that perhaps you're um, referring to like a psyllium husk. 
um, uh, which is fiber, um, psyllium husk fiber, that perhaps that's what you're referring to. So um, that's what I'm kind of going to guess. Um, and then she says, ideal macros, 75, 25, but I'm usually 65, 35. So that's 65 grand, uh, 65% fat, 30% protein and 5% um, carbs. And she says usually 1,450 to 1,600 calories. Um, let's see. And then she goes through like, uh, what she is eating and, um, you know, and, and, per day. And maybe this would be interesting for you guys. And maybe this would be helpful in context. So she says for breakfast, uh, at about six fifty, so around 7am, she's having a bulletproof coffee with butter and coconut oil, plus a scoop of collagen. So, um, she said she did incorporate brain octane this week and had one teaspoon last Monday and today, and she did visit, visit the restroom, so she doesn't know if that's helping. Go number two, I would say for sure that could be helping. Um, most of the time, uh, most people need to kind of ease into doing the Brain Octane, which if you're not familiar with that, that is the Bulletproof brand of, it's an MCT oil. So um, that can be, can definitely, um, often people need to ease into that because it can, kind of get your bowels moving so that could be one of the things that that definitely could be helping um and then she says at noon she's doing veggies protein leafy greens with homemade dressing olive oil and um apple cider vinegar and half an avocado and then for dinner she's doing veggies protein leafy green leafy greens again with homemade dressing and half half an avocado um so she says she's doing 1,450 to 1,600 calories. Um, though basically just kind of looking at the, at, the, at the food that is actually being taken in, I feel like this is not enough fat, um, personally. Um, if you're not, ha- which, which sounds like it's not just based on her macros of a 65, 30, and then five, the carbohydrates are fine, but the protein seems a little, just a little bit high and the fat a little bit low, um, especially in the beginning. And I'm less concerned about the protein. And I am not someone that um, is totally 100% married to the macros. I think it's different. It can be different for everybody and that can vary. But in the beginning, when you are trying to become keto adapted and you are really trying to run and on fat for fuel and produce ketones, you have got to get the fat up. Um, I also am not, I'm not um, aware of what uh, Johanna or Johanna's um, diet has been in the past, but women in general, I find that often we uh, keep our calories really low and we definitely try to skimp on fat. And when we do that, it can backfire on us for sure. Um, And the way that it is that our metabolic rate sets and kind of how that works. And so I always recommend to women, especially with a history of kind of yo-yo dieting and restriction in food intake that they really up their calories. Like I'm talking, like I want to see women doing, 
you know, 2000 calories a day. Um, I don't feel like this 1450 to 16 calories is probably what she should be doing right now at this point. Um, and I would like to really see a ton of fat, like really good satiating fat, number one, to help your body with producing those ketones. Um, and to keep you from, you know, you can be doing low carb and not be keto, um, you know, which is really hard for your body because then you are not giving it the glucose that it needs. She's keeping her carbs very low. So it's not having the glucose that it needs, but then it doesn't really have the amount of fat that you need either. So it's having a hard time, like trying to figure out what fuel source you should even be using to, um, you know, for, for your body to run your body. So, so that can be, that can be really tough. Um, so I definitely recommend that in the beginning, you are really upping your fats, eating a ton of fat and really making sure that you're very satiated. And that's like kind of the number one thing that's sticking out to me is that there's not, um, a lot of fat in this. And so, um, Let's see. And then she says, note, I've always had constipation. Um, my constipation went away when I started drinking water from a uh, Nikon Nik- water purifier. And my constipation is back since I switched my way of eating. And then number two, she says, the first two weeks of this, I was having cramps and really hungry all of the time and had vision issues. Once I increased fat, I'm still hungry in the mornings. I think the bulletproof coffee is not enough, but no more cramps and no more vision issues. Okay, so again, um, big kind of red flags to me. Number one, the cramps, and um, she says no more cramps and vision issues. Uh, So during the time that she was having these issues, I would definitely say that this was an electrolyte deficiency, Um, specifically potassium. If you are low on potassium, then you will, um, blurred vision is definitely one of the things that can come along with it. Um, Calcium, magnesium, you know, obviously cramping can be a major issue if you are low on those. Um, Sodium, another one. So definitely electrolyte issues there. Um, You really need those minerals. And it is critically important in the beginning of a ketogenic diet. And I know she said that she was doing a... um, she did, let's see, a 60 days jumpstart program that she saw on Facebook. So I don't know what program this is or, you know, who's offering this, but if you're doing a 60 day keto jumpstart program from, I'm assuming somebody that is a keto expert, um, and how to do this, you definitely, I mean, they most 100% definitely should have, uh, that program should have come with a warning about electrolyte deficiency. And that if you go from a carb burner to a fat burner, um, when you dump all that glucose, you are in glycogen, you are going to be deficient in those minerals. You need to replenish those. So, um, Anyway, first two weeks, that was definitely what was going on. And then the really hungry all the time, she said, in the first two weeks, again, um, that indicates to me that she is not eating enough food um, in the first two weeks. And then now she says, I'm still hungry in the mornings. I think the Bulletproof coffee is not enough. I would agree with that. If you are hungry in the morning, then you need to eat. 
Um, you know, I don't care what program you're on or who says that fasting is a, ne- is a necessity um, or that this fat fasting, which is essentially what a bulletproof coffee is, you know, if you are, if, if somebody is telling you that fasting and keto are synonymous, they're wrong and they are not a keto expert and you need to seek some other advice. Um, fasting is not appropriate for everybody, uh, especially not every woman. Like I, I do not believe that just because you're a woman, it doesn't mean you can. You, it doesn't mean that you can't fast. I mean, I fast myself um, most days of the week. Um, you know, I will fast from the evening the night before until lunch or dinner the next day. And I do fine with that. I prefer that most days and that is what I do. But I also eat very intuitively. So if I get up and I am hungry, I eat. (laughs) It's that simple. So um, I would definitely recommend that if you are feeling hungry in the morning, the Bulletproof Coffee is probably not cutting it for you. Um, And as a matter of fact, most of my women that I'm working with that are having weight loss issues and, and are hungry in the morning, I'm not recommending that they're doing the Bulletproof Coffee. Um, You you know, so this gets really complicated and this is where using a nutritionist, uh, especially a nutritional therapy practitioner with the type of training and, and background that we have can really be beneficial. And I'm not just trying to sell myself here. Um, I, it's, it is very true because there are so many things that could be going on with this for Johanna. First of all, um, if, if you have some, if, if you have any type of hormonal dysregulation, which haven't met a client yet that didn't, so myself included, um, then it can really mess with uh, weight loss and it can really mess with um, how successful you are on the ketogenic diet and if you are even able to adequately um, get into ketosis and stay into ketosis. So um, one of the things that you have to think about is there's um so insulin resistance is something that you know is talked about a lot and i think a lot of people are like oh okay i get it that just means that you know my body is no longer responding to responding to these insulin um cues and you know i'm just having this issue and i need to just keep my blood glucose low and i got to cut out the carbs and and that's going to fix it well no it won't necessarily fix it because if you are having insulin um, issues uh, and insulin resistant issues, then you are also probably having adrenal issues because when you have insulin resistance, then your adrenals are taxed. And if your adrenals are taxed, then you are probably going to have insulin issues. So these this this feedback loop is is super connected between your um, your adrenals and your metabolic function and your blood glucose regulation and insulin regulation and all of this. It is very, very intricately um, connected. Um, Cortisol dysregulation um, also goes hand in hand with this. So, um, so just working with somebody that can help you understand that and ways that you can work around that and, and help support those systems in your body and support those organs so that um, so that you can have optimal function and kind of get things back online is super important. So um, 
one of the things I would definitely say is if you're hungry in the morning, you need to eat food, not just coffee. And if you're just doing the coffee because you're trying to fast, keep in mind that when you're adding fat to the coffee, you're no longer fasting. You are now, even fat elicits an insulin response. So, so you are now no longer fasting. So you're, so you're kind of kicking that um, that system online, so to speak, but then you're not f- giving your body enough fuel. So um, it's really, really important that especially, I don't, there's so many thoughts in my head that I want to say and I want to help um, get out there. But let me just let me just say that if you are hungry, eat. Um, this is one of the reasons that I'm kind of always harping on the intuitive eating thing and and really um, getting in tune with that because it's it really is super important. Don't ignore those hunger cues. You know, if you if you are hungry and you're like pushing through it because you think somebody said that you need to be fasting or not eat until noon or whatever the case is, that is wrong. Um, the very thing that your body may need is a big breakfast in the morning. Um, you know, you may need to get up in the morning and have some eggs and bacon. And um, and then if you want to have some coffee with that, fine. But with a, like I said, with a lot of the women clients that I work with that are trying to lose weight, I actually, you know, for most of them, will recommend that they cut out the bulletproof coffee. Um, it's a it's a lot of calories and a lot of um, you know a lot of a lot of input for the body without a whole lot of um, bang for your buck, really, especially when you're trying to lose weight. Like I would rather see you eat a good, healthy, satiating breakfast, and then maybe you're able to just completely skip lunch and go to dinner if you want to do intermittent fasting, if you want to try that out. Um, A lot of times that is what happens for me when I do wake up hungry and I have a big breakfast, a lot of times I don't want to eat again till dinner. Um, So perhaps that would work for you. Maybe you're the person who your body really needs to have breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And that's fine. Then honor that. Listen to the cues that your body is telling you. And again, in the beginning, I would be eating a lot of fat with each of those meals, really giving your body all the satiating fat that it needs so it so it can number one learn that you are not starving and it, you are not in a famine and that it can let go of reserves it can let go of holding on to everything um, it can get your metabolism rev back up because it doesn't have to worry about conserving energy you, know, you want to have those things um, going for you in addition I'm not sure I don't think that she says if she's doing any working out. Um, if she is having issues with some insulin resistance um, issues, some cortisol regulation issues, those types of things are helped very much by some working out. Um, weightlifting, maybe a little bit of HIIT training, or some even just walking or yoga a few days a week, I would suggest three to four days a week to do those types of activities um, would be great. That would be a great place to start and is is super helpful for most people. Um, working out when you have insulin resistant ish, resistance issues is very important. And it can also be very helpful when you are trying to get into ketosis and, and really becoming fat adapted. 
Um, let's see. The other thing I was going to uh, talk about with here. Oh, the constipation. She said the constipation went away when she started drinking this purified water. And then it's back since she switched this way of eating. Okay, again, um, number one could be electrolyte deficiencies. And number two, this is, again, another kind of nutritional therapist hat back on. Um there are so many reasons that the constipation could be back now that she switched to keto. So digestive function is the foundation of our health and wellness across the board. I mean that if our digestion is not working properly, and again, it is, I don't see really anyone ever come into my office that does not have digestive issues. Um, so knowing that, then just being able to, to, help somebody work through those digestive issues through whether it's supplementation or lifestyle changes or whatever it is to help them work on that. If you've got digestive issues, it will be very difficult to become keto adapted and stay there. It will be very difficult to lose weight. It'll be very difficult to feel good on the keto diet because if you cannot digest the fat and protein that you're bringing in, it's going to be a problem. You know, it's not, you're not going to feel good and things aren't going to be going the way Way that you think they should be going. Um, and, and bowel transit time, we have got to get those bowels moving and get the, the transit time good because the longer that stuff sits, the more um, of the toxins and stuff that you do not want to absorb, you're absorbing. Um, when you have extra toxins, when you have toxins in your body, they get stored in fat. So your body will literally make new fat stores to be able to tuck additional toxins away. So it is, um, it definitely will stall your weight loss if you've got a slow transit time and you are having difficulty with with constipation and, and bowel movements. Um, so it starts with, you know, a lot of people have this issue when they go keto because they were so used to eating packaged and pr processed food before um, and lots of carbohydrates, lots of sugar. That stuff is very easy for our bodies to break down. Uh, there's not a lot. Uh, it's not very complicated. The majority of that is actually broken down with the amylase in our saliva. So it's you know, no big deal. Doesn't we don't really need an optimally uh, functioning digestive system to be able to eat that way. When we move to eating real foods and we move to eating proteins and fats, then all of a sudden our digestion, which is essentially been kind of dormant and turned off for however long has to get back to work and we don't have the tools that we need. So it starts with the hydrochloric acid in our stomachs. Um, so that's, that's the number one thing. If we're not able to break down the protein with the hydrochloric acid in our stomach, then, uh, we have protein that's sitting in our stomachs and, and, and rancifying, putrefying. It's, um, you know, it's bad deal. Then when it finally does start to move into our small intestine, we are not getting the signal to our small intestine and pancreas that we've got this, um, because we don't have the right levels, the right pH levels as it moves in to then signal these other things that are going to come in, these other digestive juices, so to speak, um, that are going to help us uh, digest and be able to absorb the nutrients from the food into our small intestine. And then once we move, you know, further down the track, we don't have, um, now we've got fats that are trying to be digested and we don't have the um, proper signaling to our gallbladder or to our um, liver that we need to emulsify this fat. So we could have sludgy and slow moving um, bile ducts. And so we kind of have a backup in that area.
and to be able to use the bathroom. But when you do, you could have um, very kind of greasy stools and that can tell you that you are not digesting fats um, because your body is just is just getting rid of them it's just eliminating them and so that can also be an a major issue so you could have one all or or you know a combination of these different things going on digestively so um, all of that is very important, and, and you need to make sure that those things are dialed in and are doing, you know, your body is functioning the way it needs to be functioning, because if it's not, then you're not going to be able to succeed at this keto diet, and you definitely will hit weight loss stalls, and you definitely will start kind of coming up against a wall where you feel like everybody else is doing so great. Why am I not doing so great? You know, what is the problem? Um, She also says here that she drinks occasionally, I've had two or three beers, and um, two diet sodas, uh, social life. Um, so, So, I mean, you know, to each his own, I have red wine almost every single night. Um, but, you know, I definitely keep track of that. And that is, well, I don't anymore keep track of anything. So, but <laughs> but when I was um, starting out in keto, you know, I was tracking that in my macros and I was very diligent about it. And actually when I started keto, I didn't do any of that stuff. Like I, I didn't do any alcohol. I was not doing, you know, cheats or having um, keto sweets. Like I just went hardcore um, keto. And for me, it was important because I knew that I am junk food junkie or I was and, uh, you know, kind of the had the major sweet tooth. And I knew that I just needed to kind of reset myself. And I really wanted to just get a reset basically. So now I do incorporate lots of keto treats and I do lots of, of swaps and fun things that, you know, my family and I enjoy. And I just try to stay away from sugar 99% of the time. So, um, you know, maybe one of the things that you could, you know, work on is, is maybe not doing the alcohol, not doing the beers, not Definitely, I would recommend getting away from the diet sodas. And if you feel like you need something like that, you know, perhaps have like the Zevias that are sweetened with um, with stevia. That you know, I definitely recommend something more like that than than having diet sodas. These these artificial sweeteners that are in diet sodas are bad bad news. Um, you definitely do not want to be incorporating those in your keto diet. Um, for many, many different reasons, including that many of them do elicit an insulin response, even though they are a non-calorie sweetener. And um, that is just going to derail all of your efforts, um, especially if you're looking at weight loss. If you um, are insulin resistant and you're having a problem with that, or if you are um, constantly eliciting an insulin response, that is going to make it very difficult, if not impossible, to be able to lose any weight. Um, okay. So, okay. So that's pretty much all that she says there. So, I mean, I guess, um, after talking through all of this with you guys here, um, the bottom line is I just think that, um, really getting the fat up could be helpful and making sure that you're taking in enough food and enough calories Um, to really help your body understand that it is not starving and you 
do have plenty of food and that it can just rest assured that plenty of food is coming, um, kind of help you reset that metabolic rate and and the way your body is using the fuel that you're giving it, um, making sure that you are giving it the appropriate amount of fuel. In this case, you want to be fat fueled, so you need to be giving it a good amount of fat and um, just making sure that you are um, eating when you're hungry and really paying attention to becoming an intuitive eater. That is the only thing that is going to make this a lifestyle and not a diet. If if you are following a program and only eating and um, you know what you think you need to do based on this program and you know this this diet, then that's all it's going to be. And when you get to wherever you think you need to be, or you hit a wall and you realize and you feel like it's just too hard and you're never going to get to where you want to be, then you're just going to go back to what you were doing before, and that wasn't working either. So, so really, the number one thing is you just have to address your overall health and wellness. And there are so many other things that can go into this, Johanna like sleep sleep is major um, if you're not sleeping properly you're not going to have proper hormone regulation either and um, I think we all it kind of underplay sleep and how important that is but that is a major component definitely one of the things that we will be talking about and focusing on at this retreat as well is helping to optimize sleep and figure out you know how we can do that um, another major thing that goes along with sleep but a huge lifestyle thing that we also, I think, don't talk enough about, or maybe it's starting to be talked more about, is stress. And really figuring out, like, if you have a a lot of stress in your life, where that is coming from, how you can help mitigate that, and how you can kind of just help your body be able to deal with that and kind of regulate yourself and and the hormones that are associated with that. Stress is, is an absolute you know, a major hormone disruptor. Um, So that's super important too. So I definitely would focus on those things. I think you would benefit from working with a a coach or a nutritionist that can help you with keto. So even if you don't have one in your area, there are plenty of people, myself included, that do online coaching. So find someone that, um, that has the pricing or the credentials or the, um, style that, goes well with what you're looking for and and see if you can start working with that person even if it's for 30 days 60 days 90 days just to get you kind of on the right track and help you set those um kind of set those um habits that will serve you moving forward um you know, I always tell my clients, you know, I know I've done my job when I've put myself out of a job like I work with every client based on getting them to the goal that they no longer need me. Um, I think that's what's most important is is learning these new um, techniques and tricks and tips and, and lifestyle hacks that will help you be able to move forward and do this on your own. So um, I think you'd really benefit from doing that. All right, second question. This one is from Katrina. Um, Katrina says... Uh, subject is weight stall. She says, hi, I just finished your Q&A podcast. Thank you for the great information. I have been low carb for three years and keto for the past several months. I've lost over 70 pounds and feel great, but I am no longer losing. I weigh 155 now and I wanted to get to 140, but it seems impossible. I do ketone 
I do test ketones, but with urine strips. That's what's in my budget at this time. I do 12 to 16 hour intermittent fast uh, every day, and I usually walk two miles a day. I did elliptical training, but my machine broke and I'm not been able to replace it. Do you have a suggestion? I did track my macros for a long time, but now I can pretty much tell what I'm having because I've done it for so long. I try to stick to whole foods, usually bacon for breakfast with two flax muffins, salad for lunch with some protein, and usually the same for dinner. My salads are lettuce, spring mix, kale, cheese, and nuts, macadamia, pecans, or oh, and pumpkin seeds. I mix them all together and add about a quarter cup to my salad. I'm just confused as to why I'm no longer losing. Thank you for your suggestions that you may not have. Okay, um, I'll try to unpack this a little bit. Um, let's see. She's been low carb for three years and keto for the past several months. Okay. She says she is not testing or tracking, um, except with the ketone, with the urine strips. So, um, being keto, I know she says low carb for three years and keto for the past several months. So, um, I don't know how many several months is, but, um, and that's great if you really do know that what you are eating is keeping you and getting you into ketosis. But if what you're tracking and the way that you are knowing that is through urine strips, then you do not know if you're in ketosis <laughs> because there is no way for you to have a definitive answer through urine strips after several months of being keto. It does not only give you a reading if you're producing or peeing out ketones. You may not even have ketones in your urine, it will give you a positive result 99% of the time if you are dehydrated. So that, and, and, and if you listen to about any keto expert out there that is familiar with the urine strips, pretty much all of us are, they will tell you they are not reliable. And that is one of the major reasons why. If you're dehydrated, you will get a false positive reading. So, um, so I really caution you against using that as any type of a gauge as to whether or not you're in ketosis. I understand um, that you're saying that, that is, that's what your budget allows at this time, um, but just understanding that you cannot really know if you're in ketosis, if that is how you're testing. Um, I definitely recommend the Keto Mojo system if you are, you know, if you would like to test with with a um, with a blood meter. And the one that I use personally and I recommend for use with my clients, the one I do use with my clients is the Keto Mojo system. So it is a blood ketone meter as well as a blood glucose meter. And the entry level price on that package, they have a package for $59.99. You can get that and the testing strips and everything that you need to get started. And if you go to my website, um, jessicatai.com, at the top of my page, if you click on that link, you will get 15% off of your purchase with them as well. So um, that can also help with the budget of being able to afford that. And I really highly recommend that system for sure. But if you, it's really important to you to know um, or to be in ketosis, know that you're in ketosis and that you are um, doing things the right way for, you know, to be in ketosis and be, you know, producing ketones, then this is a really good way to be able to do that. It's also a great way to monitor your blood sugar, which 
is probably way more important anyway than knowing if you actually are producing ketones. Um, If you can make sure that you have a good, steady blood glucose levels, then you're going to be doing great. Having these fluctuations in your in your blood glucose and seeing what foods cause that is super important. So I know you said that you're having um, cheese. Cheese may be something that doesn't serve you well. Um, I love cheese as well, and I do cheese, but sometimes people have to cut out the dairy. Um, they, you know, you may feel like, oh, I don't notice anything from that. I don't see any, any kind of digestive issues or whatever, but once you cut that out, sometimes then weight loss will start happening for you. So that is something that I see from time to time that, um, people have to cut out so that it might be worth you knowing, um, you know, is, is, are you having a response to this, to the cheese that you're eating? Um, also, you know, you, I know that you said that you've been doing it for so long, so you don't track anymore, but you know, I don't see you mentioning really any fats other than the nuts and seeds, which are, it's really not much that you're adding to your food. Um, what you're writing me that you're having for, um, and then of course you're having bacon for breakfast, but the, the bacon and flax muffins and, you know, I don't know what's in these flax muffins, but, um, the salad protein, and then you say usually same for dinner. Um, I, you're just not talking about many fats there at all. So I don't know if you're putting olive oil on your salads, if you're doing MCT oil, if you're putting avocado oil, um, I, you know, I I don't know how much bacon you're having. Um, It just seems to me like this is not much food at all. Um, I don't know what your calorie intake is. I don't know if you're monitoring that, but the the calories and the fat seem very, very low to me. And uh, yes, it says you've lost over 70 pounds and you feel great, but you're no longer losing. I'm glad that you're feeling great. I think that's awesome. Um, But a lot of times just change, you've been low carb, so that's great. But trying to go from low carb to keto, really the only difference is the amount of fat that you're bringing in and and really getting your body to run on fat for fuel. And low carb can mean so many different things um, to so many different people. So low carb as compared to the standard American diet could be 200 grams of carbs a day, could be 150 grams of carbs a day, but that will not get you to produce ketones. So moving into producing ketones and being in ketosis, you've got to make sure that you're giving your body enough fat to be able to fuel itself. So again, back to um, the same thing that we, I was talking about with Johanna, and I see this over and over and over again, which is why I wanted to address these two issues or these two questions together today is, um, especially with women, I see the lack of fat and the lack of calories, and that will cause weight loss stalls. It will cause um, you to, to not be in ketosis. Um, it will cause all types of things. So um, definitely looking at that and seeing what you're doing. I know it's, you said that you do a 12 to 16 hour in, intermittent fast every day. Um, again, I would definitely 
um, I, if you were a client, I would be asking you, okay, how's that going for you? Do you, do you fast no matter what? Are you hungry in the mornings? Are you pushing through those hunger cues? Um, you know, I would be trying to figure, help you figure out like if fasting is right for you right now, or if you need to be eating food and not fasting. And then when you're fasting, are you, are you fasting? Are you doing fatty coffee or are you having other things, um, when you're doing this intermittent fast? And then, um, um, and there was something else that kind of stood out to me in here, but I can't remember, or I'm kind of looking over this again. Um, oh, the elliptical training, uh, broke. You've not been able to replace it. Do you have any suggestions walking two miles a day? I think if you're walking two miles a day, that's fantastic. I mean, that's excellent. I think that's amazing. I would definitely keep doing that. Um, you could definitely add in a little bit of high intensity. I would much rather see you do like some high intensity training, like maybe some sprints or some, uh, doing like a Tabata session. Um, you know, I do a, a, um, kettlebell, uh, Tabata session, doing something like that, or some yoga, something like that. I would much rather see you do than just a steady pace, um, like elliptical workout for, I don't know, I'm assuming you're probably doing that 20, 30 minutes, 40 minutes, something like that. So I would, um, it would be much more beneficial to you to do some Tabata or high intensity training versus a steady state cardio exercise like the elliptical. So, um, so yeah, I would definitely suggest doing something like that. And I wouldn't even mess with the elliptical to be honest. <laughs> so, um, and that's it. You say, I try to stick to um, whole foods. I think that's great. Um, definitely stick to the whole foods. And uh, with the uh, protein, I, I don't, there's no mention of exactly what kind of protein it is or anything like that. Again, goes back to digestion too. Like, I don't know how your digestion's working. I don't know, um, you know, if you're, if you're getting all the foods that you need, if you're able to get everything from your, you know, all your vitamins and minerals from your food, how you're digesting things, um, if you're digesting the fats properly, if you're taking in enough fat, um, just kind of all that stuff. So it's so much more complicated than just being able to say, oh yes, this is what you need to do. Um, you know, I don't know what state your adrenals are in. I, you know, I'm, I'm not sure how you're sleeping. So again, kind of everything that I just said to Johanna, I would definitely apply here to Katrina, Katrina as well, um, as there could be all these different variables going on. And I think definitely knowing that you are for sure in ketosis, that you are producing ketones, that you have uh, beta-hydroxybutyrate in your blood, which is the uh, ketone body that is measured in your blood uh, meter when you're, when you're doing that, um, I think that is really of the utmost importance. You need to know that you really have the BHB in your blood and you really are producing these ketones. Um, and then making sure that your blood glucose is uh, staying low so that you know that you know everything is functioning the way it should be functioning. Um, so um, that's kind of all I have to say about those. <laughs> so um, hopefully that helped you guys out a little bit. And hopefully if any of you had um, similar questions, like I said, I get these basic type of questions all the time, um, kind of the same the same ones over and over and over. So I know that it is something that plagues a lot of you out there and that you're really um you know, you feel like you're doing really good in keto and then all of a sudden you hit a wall and you're like, okay, what is going on? So, um, definitely those are some of the, um, things that I see often that can be causing that. And hopefully that gives you a place to start. 
Um, if you are interested again in attending the Keto at the Cabin first weekend retreat, Keto and uh, Health and Wellness Retreat at my Branch Hill Cabin, please do go to my website. You can click on the link to see the cabin and learn more about the accommodations there. You can also send me, uh, you can go ahead and fill out the form to get registered, get signed up for that. Um, so, and it will be again, first come first serve basis and not per signing up on just that form. You got to send me the form and then I will send you the information on the different, um, packages you can get as far as lodging versus not lodging and which um, which option of room you want to stay in. And then once the payment is received um, and the order that it is received, that is um, how the spots will go. So um, based on the on the interest that I have gotten through the email emails coming from you guys, I do expect that this is going to be pretty popular and um, and it should be. I think um, you guys are getting a will be getting a lot of bang for your buck out of this and um, having access to this many nutritional therapy practitioners at one time that are going to be kind of working you through what's you know what could be going on with you and and really helping you to optimize your ketogenic lifestyle. I think this is going to be a really, really awesome thing for you guys. Um, and we will definitely be, um, you're definitely going to be getting the best rates ever um, for this first time around since we are going to be kind of um, figuring it out as we go and making improvements as we go. And then I'm sure, because <laughs> um, we're trying to err on the side of charging less, not more, that um, going forward, I'm, I'm sure those prices will go up because we will have to make sure that we are covering all the expenses and um and these NTPs time that are coming out. Um, okay, so and if you have any interest in coaching, uh, nutritional coaching, if you are um, interested in getting information from me about an NTP in your area, um, feel free to reach out to me. I also work with people um, you know, virtually. So I'm happy to work with you through Skype, through phone calls, emails, um, I really can set it up about any way that you want. Um, I do offer several different packages in addition to a specific keto coaching package. So if you're interested primarily in keto and, and want to get moving on that, then I'm happy to work with you on a one-on-one -on -one basis with that. Um, so you can find out more information about my packages by emailing me, jessica at jessicatai.com, and I'll be happy to send you information on that and um, let you figure out if something that I offer works for you. Or if you are interested in working with a nutritional therapy practitioner in your area, feel free to reach out to me as well, and I'd be happy to send you information. If you want to follow me on social media, I am Instagram at that keto blonde. And on Facebook, it is facebook.com forward slash Jessica Thai Nutrition. And that's all I have for you guys this week. Uh, stay tuned in the next couple of weeks. I got a couple more really good interviews coming up for you guys. Um, some different interesting information. I've got one on keto for pregnancy coming up. So that should be good. I've had a lot of people reach out to me about questions on that. So i um, got an interesting um, <clears throat> conversation, I believe will be coming out next episode about that. So again, if you have any other questions, feel free to reach out to me. I look forward to hearing from you guys. Thanks so much. And I hope to meet some of you at the Keto at the Cabin retreat. Have a great week. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Keto Lifestyle Podcast. We hope that you enjoyed what we shared with you today and are looking forward to the next episode. 